everybody. Justin here from the Sonic Truth and along with my host, Chris. Yo. And today we have a very special guest, um, an amazing engineer. A lot of people may have already heard of him. He's everywhere on social. I know that much. I follow him on Instagram. Um, but his credentials are quite inspiring. Um, in fact, his personality is very inspiring. He's a very humble individual with the amount of success that he has had so far. So without further ado, shall we bring in our good friend, Steve Shady? Yep. Hello. Steve, how are you today, my friend? I'm doing well, all things considered. You're doing well. Are you awake <laughs> on this weekend? <laughs> For the moment, yeah. <laughs> I'm very much a <laughs> night owl. here, my man. <laughs> so where are you currently based out of? You're in Texas? Yeah, I, I work primarily out of Austin, and I live in Denton, which is 240 miles north because my family's here. My mom, she's getting up there a little bit, so I want to be spending more time with her and my sister. And in true fashion, I turned my, my dwelling into a studio. That seems to happen wherever I go. So when I'm not working, right. I work, <laughs> which I don't know what else to do. So <laughs> I don't know what you can uh, see, but can I've relate. got, I've, you know, I just... I like to mix. Oh, we see glowing lights. Yeah, there's Neneve back here and some bunch of Audioscape stuff. Neve and Audioscape have been oh. very kind to me. I very much appreciate yeah, that. We'll get more into that. <laughs> oh, we appreciate you. Yes, thank you. So if you could share with the listeners a little bit about your background, maybe about where you grew up and kind of how you got involved into the audio side of the music. Okay, uh, first 10 years of my life, I was on the East Coast. I was in Boston. And in 78, we moved down to, to Dallas, and I started, you know, doing band in school, stuff like that. Nobody musical in the in the family. I don't know any other musicians in my family. Mm -hmm. My cousin, he plays guitar. He went to Berkeley, actually. He's very good. But, uh, man, I was studying music here in Denton at North Texas, uh, State University, or it's UNT now, University of North Texas. And I got sick of being here, so I moved to, to Austin, and there was this engineering program and at uh, Southwest Texas State, which is now Texas State. They change every school's name I go to. I don't know why. <laughs> I wonder if there's <laughs> They do that here, there. too. Yeah. Honestly, I was it was pure laziness that got me into engineering. I was like, what's going to take my music hours so I can get out of school and go back out and start <laughs> playing? I had enough vested, enough time vested in school where I wanted to finish. So I, I yeah. went to this, uh, it's the, what was it, Sound Recording Technology in, in Texas State. Mm -hmm. Now it's what they're calling the school. And there was a cat there that had worked at Willie Nelson's place and he got me an internship and bam, 27 years later, I'm still there. <laughs> so that is unbelievable. It's that simple. That's a story, Steve. It's just pure laziness. Now let's, let's, let's go back hours? a little bit. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Now let's go back a little bit. North Texas state. Was it you started off at before you went? Yeah. Which is now university. And what Texas. were you? Now what were you uh, studying was, when you were there? Was it music? Yeah, I was taking all the, like, the basic stuff, you know. I, I couldn't decide. I was taking some classical guitar classes. I was taking some jazz classes. So you're and, also a musician. Yeah, that's first and foremost. 
I've been on both sides of the glass. I've been on the other side of the glass so long now, meaning the the boot, the my control room that I don't know it freaks me out every now and then. Somebody be like, "Go sing something, go play something." You get out there and like, "Oh, this this sucks. I don't like being out here." <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 it's awfully bright out here. Can we turn the lights down? <laughs> turn it down a little bit. <laughs> I mean, wow. I call it the fishbowl. All of a sudden, you're in the fishbowl. You're not the person outside looking in. So it gives you a, a, yeah. a healthy respect for how people are feeling, which is a, a huge part of my, I guess, my philosophy. Is, it's all about, you know, you got to be able to tune into people. It's not about knowing the gear. Yeah. you got to know the gear, but... A lot of people can learn gear. You got to be able to read the room, figure out what's going on, be invisible while doing your job, make everyone comfortable, all that kind of stuff. Because you could be the yeah, most absolutely. badass technical dude and not get any kind of performance and out of somebody. Can't carry a conversation. Oh, right. man. Lab coats. Like at Abbey so, Road, they had the lab coat on. Man, that's so weird. <laughs> I wouldn't wear a lab coat. I'd be like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. These guys had yeah, lab for, coats that's on a bit much for today's day and age yeah <laughs> yeah not my cup of tea yeah. well, well <laughs> especially you know yeah the vibes a lot different you it know? is yeah so when you got then you were offered this internship 27 years ago yep what was the next step how long did you intern who was your engineer that you were interning under okay that's Give a, a guy named larry greenhill story, if you could Sure. Larry Greenhill. Okay. He's a great guy. I still speak with him. Actually, I owe him some calls. He's up on the list to call him of <laughs> who I haven't been calling back. <laughs> Everyone's asleep, you know, and I'm up. So. But uh, first day first day was very interesting. I, I go in and we worked with a local band. And uh, I've told this story a bunch, but... That's, that's how you know you're doing too many interviews. <laughs> I've been telling this story too much, man. I go in, <laughs> local band, the office calls. They're like, can you stay? Because Willie's going to sing on a Beach Boys song. I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to meet Willie Nelson. Cool. So the Beach Boys actually showed up. <laughs> I was just like, really? holy shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Brian Wilson, all of them, man, they all showed up. And then Willie shows up. And I'm just in the corner going, man, I think I'm going to keep doing this. This is kind of cool. I mean, I, I wasn't really starstruck. It was just like, it was so vibey, you know, everybody making music. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a team in there, the Beach Boys and Willie Nelson. I was like, man, this is oh god, yes. this is really appealing to me creatively. And then I have a very strong math brain, too. So all the technology made sense. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And then when the computer came out, I was like, oh, man, there it is. The turd polisher, man. That's the yes. shit. Did you say the turd <laughs> polisher? <laughs> I you, that's terrible. That's be the best <laughs> I got, analogy I say, of Dawes. <laughs> I'm full of shit, though. I mean, I, I love what I do. There's a lot of good music out there, but you can you can get away with murder with the computer. You know? Yeah, sure yeah. can. <laughs> when, when Pro Tools first came out, well, not for, when it was becoming more prevalent uh willie came in he's had a pro tools joke he said what did what did the engineer what did the pro tools engineer say to the band i said what he goes y'all sound like shit come on in (laughs) 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 like damn willie all right that was 20 something years ago 20 years ago 
I'm just saying, I'm Funny. a smartass. Don't take don't take what I say too seriously. There's a lot of turd polish. Oh, there's a lot you of know, good but it's that type it. of personality, Steve, that runs the creative flow in the studio. You know what so. I mean? Your type of personality is what allows those musicians to stay level-minded. They allow to make it not so serious because you know there are times during that creative process you're at each other's heads, and when someone like yourself comes in with that sense of humor, with the technical knowledge. It breaks the ice for them, and it allows them to get back to playing the guitar and to playing the drums. So, yeah. you know, let's get back into, you know, the people side of things. You know, you're mentioning, you know, you can run all the gear that you know how to use, but explain to some, maybe some upcoming engineers the importance of communicating and being able to gel with the various types of musicians and people that you meet with. Well, you got to keep in mind that, People are people, and the, and when a, no matter how big a star somebody is, I mean there are a few exceptions to the rule, but when when they're coming in there, they're they're playing this piece of music they've made for, maybe for the first time for a group of other musicians. It's a very vulnerable time for somebody, and I mean the jokes lighten things up, but you also got to know when to turn that off too. But if you if you're in like I said a lab yeah. coat situation, that is not creative, man. I mean, I, I love I love recording in houses. I love studios too, but I mean, I like recording in a house that's properly outfitted because it, there's something about not being in this pristine environment that's vibey. So I try to make people comfortable, which I guess it's my upbringing. I'm just I'm just friendly. I just like to I want to talk to you. I mean, if you're super famous or something, that's great, but I'm still going to talk to you, not your fame. You know. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. You got it. And you that's gotta, so important. You know, I think I, I think uh, for the, you know, the enthusiasts, these upcoming engineers, um, and I think we've all been there. You know, I know for me, when I first started off and I met some people that I looked up to, it was more of like, wow, let me pick his brain, not get his autograph. Because getting the autograph was the last thing on my mind. I wanted to know right. more about what brought him to where he is or she is today. And what can I learn from that and help others with? And so many people today are really, the youth, starstruck, they get in the situation, their favorite artist or band comes in, and they forget they have a job to do while they're there. Right. And, you and know, I, so, yeah, maybe a word of advice for, you know, upcomers who are maybe can't hold back their enthusiastic for this artist that may be showing up in the room. Man, that's a real touchy that. Yeah, you really do because, you know, especially with phones. I mean, when I was coming up, there weren't, you didn't have the iPhone. You didn't, you had the, the same uh, tape up in the can you read four times and you're reading it a fifth time because that's what's in there. You know, you didn't have a, so you couldn't whip out a camera, start filming somebody. It was a deal. You know, you had to have a camera and, you know, you couldn't be over there sneaking it. The you know? Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. somewhat sympathetic to that, but only one time. It's like, hey, man, you can't do that. You know, that's a, that's right. exploiting that vulnerability I was talking about earlier. This this person is, yeah. you know, you got to be invisible. You know what I mean? You just, you gotta, uh, that's a great way to put it, Steve. Yeah. I mean, I've even gone so far as to put speakers to where I can be not inside of somebody. Just, you know, just, just little things. I, I don't let the band out dark me. Which is easy because I can see in the dark. I just keep it dark. If I'm darker <laughs> than the room out there, <laughs> you can't see me, then I'm not You're there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love your thinking, though, because it's so, it's so important to not get in the way 
but always be their leader for them in the studio. Yeah. yeah. One one you thing know. I have trouble with is like I don't I don't input a whole lot. I don't give a lot of input. So I'm learning as I'm getting older to that your input is valued. You just have to know when. But I, I'm the guy Correct. that just yeah. I'm totally into engineering, man. I I'm not a I mean, I've produced some things, but it's it's not it's not my quest. You know, I just like sounds. Mm-hmm putting them together and getting cool sounds and trying different things. And um, I'm not in there trying to produce, but sometimes people are wanting my input and it's hard to get me to give it. So that's something I'm working on. I get guys that now the first day, they're like, you know, hey, man, maybe we should do this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, dude, (laughs) just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Slow down. (laughs) Tomorrow. Talk about it tomorrow. (laughs) Now, is there a... Let's say, for example, do you work hand-in-hand with a specific producer, or does that uh, range for you according to who wrote the song? Uh, no, give me an example of what you're... With, with Willie, it's all... Yeah, go ahead. Buddy, Buddy Can is his producer. And, and okay. Buddy will, they'll, they'll cut the tracks in Nashville, and Buddy will either send them or fly, fly in himself. Since COVID kind of changed some things, but... Um, I'll just work with Buddy and Willie, and we'll get the vocals and guitar. But, I mean, Pertinalis used to be a, a, a commercial facility. I mean, we would run them in and out of there. I was just a machine. So I didn't really – I worked with a lot of different producers. You know, Paul Leary, uh, Andy Johns. I worked with Andy Johns for 14 wow. years on and off with with this band, Titty Bingo. Wow. Um, man. The list goes on. So uh, in some sense, like that non-input thing, that kind of is probably tied to that now that I sit here and think about it because, man, you're just blowing and going. I did 90 days in a row one time. It's just like (sighs) John Porter with the Lonely Boys. But, you know, coming and going. So you can't get too attached at a commercial facility. Things have changed since it's slowed down and – when I'm here at the house, I just like to mix. I, I've cut some stuff here. Yeah, I don't like people up in my crib, man. I just want to, you know, s- send me your files. I'll mix it. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'm you know. <laughs> kind of the same way. <laughs> I don't have a need, but it's very similar. You, you got to have your space. Don't yeah. come in and my vibe up, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's it, like a sanctuary in, in a sense, you know? Uh, I guess to use that analogy, it's, yeah. you know, so it's it's kind of, you don't want, you know. <laughs> you don't want to have to burn sage after somebody leaves. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, my yeah, God. Right. I remember so. in the 90s, people doing that, walking around with sage, man. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> sage, dude. Yes. <laughs> totally. Is that the new patchouli or what, man? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't miss that either, man. <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> that's funny. But that's good. Now, during so, yeah. your whole 20, 20, I'm sorry, during your time, 27 yeah. years, yeah, was there a certain record or a certain project in which landed on your lap and you were like, how did I get this gig? <clears throat> mm. Not really. I mean, I know how I got the Lonely Boys gig, Larry Split. That's pretty much it. I'll, I'll mess with guys coming in. I'm like, I'm either going to have to drop dead or quit before you go and you can move up. So, you know, start doing your own thing. You know, it's, it's, it's meant to be encouraging. 
but you know, I'm not going anywhere unless somebody greater than me kills me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quitting. So yeah, Larry split, no. and they called me up. They're like, "Can you do it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I can do it." And I was like, ah, "Can I do this in my head?" And I, I just did it. <laughs> yeah, of course you can do it. You've been you've been there long enough. You just don't know it. I've sat over that. Patch. Yeah, and that that's faking it, man. You know. Just patching bullshit in to look like you're doing something while you're trying to figure out, yeah, hmm, what the hell am I doing? Where's that where's that patch? Oh, there <laughs> oh, it is. Boom. Yeah, you know, as long as you're moving and have a patch cable in your hand, you look like you're doing something. <laughs> you're doing something. <laughs> Instead of just looking at the thing. You always had the go, empty mold patches you could plug into too. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Plug it in there, plug it in there. It's like the producer button, you know. <laughs> Do y'all remember uh, that Beetle Bailey cartoon? It's pretty old. Beetle Bailey. Oh, yeah, that? absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I, I think about that. Uh, Beetle's walking around with an extension cord, and everybody's like, What the hell are you doing, man? Why are you walking around with an extension cord all day? It's because like, Sarge thinks I'm working. The sergeant was an asshole and all that stuff. And, oops, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. and so I, thought, I think about that when I tell that uh, patch base story. I'm like, That's the that's Beetle Bailey's extension cord. I'm busy over here. Don't, don't bother me, you know. <laughs> You're sweating, though. You're like, am I, am, What am I doing? You manage or you don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm managed. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> My first couple of years as an engineer, I worked under uh, Gary Platt, and he was, I was always at the patch bay every morning for an hour, and he was telling me, all right, you got to patch an insert sent here, an insert sent here. Man, the first week, boy, I was trembling. I said, man, I swear I took classes on this, but <laughs> patching everything, feedback loops like you wouldn't believe, yep. but it was that week of him on my ass every day. Now I, can, I was able to run it after that. No problem. Right. But I feel you faking by the patch bay, looking busy. Because when you <laughs> yeah. got a room of musicians, managers, everybody else, and it's all on you now, you got to look busy. <laughs> yeah. And man, let me yeah. tell you, if, if you're the one that's supposed to be calm. If you start melting down, the whole thing goes to shit in some form or fashion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so like, true. If you're the dude driving the boat and you're going, I don't know where the controls yeah. are, people are going, what? You know, you you gotta, yeah, you gotta be able sinking. to fake it in there somehow, you know. But I mean, it, there's nothing like experience, like getting in there and doing it. You know, you can't plan Absolutely. stuff that yeah. happens. You can't plan some of the bizarreness that happens, and you just get through it. No, that's another thing. Don't be you so. Gotta be cr Go ahead. What were you saying? Yeah, I think I was going to follow what you're saying. You have to be creative and not so stuck in a way. You got to be right creative with the moment that was really hard for me because i'm a play I, or i used to be uh, i had to have a plan and with tape you know you got two toms or three toms because i want them all next to each other blah, 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 you know and and that guy would come in five toms and he said he had two you know and i'd just be like shit <laughs> i don't want you know you just, yeah you can't be so <laughs> locked going in the night before and setting up that sounds like a good idea bad idea because you know, especially with Willie, yep. you just walk in with somebody, you're like, what's going on? You know, oh, this guy's playing now. Okay. <laughs> Tape, that was a pain in the ass, but Pro Tools, no big deal. But you know what I'm saying? Trying yeah. to manage tracks. <laughs> Summing mics together. Remember that? Nobody does that anymore. I'm just like, why don't you put those together, oh, yeah, man? man. <laughs> what do you, do you, do you we'll pan them differently? About... No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, then why don't put you put them on one track, man? You know? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, that's true though, because you don't. Nobody really does that. About that. Yeah, yeah. In today's workflow. You know, <laughs> on a B three, it's right, like so can you yeah. give the good. I was just saying no, on a B three. I mean, why not? Why not some the low end with the left and right or whatever or however you mic it? There's a bunch of different ways. But if you've got two top yeah. mics and a bottom mic, I don't need three tracks later on when I'm mixing. Just, you know, pull the low right. end up till it sounds good and then record that. I miss the balls of tape. That, that Nobody makes decisions anymore on the other side. I make decisions like I'm going to sum this together. This sounds good. Let's commit to that. None of this. I don't want to puzzle yeah. later on when I'm mixing, you know. I don't want to be coming up with stuff or having to decipher what I thought. Mm. Man, when I recorded that six weeks ago, what was I thinking, you know. So, but on the band side of things, nobody wants to go over a solo or anything. It used to be great. You have two tracks. Be like, all right, which one do I erase? You want to redo the solo that's perfectly Correct. good? Yeah. Which one do you want me to erase? Yeah. You know. Make a decision. It, it's like less is more. Yeah, it, it, and you know you can have, you have too many options, and the and the lack of commitment, you know, becomes a problem in the you know in the post stage. Like you know, and I think having so many options doesn't allow the creative person to be the best creative person they can be. If you tell them they got two shots at this, and that's it, you're going to get two hell of a good performances. But if they know you can take over and over, they're just going to get lazy. One more, one more. Yeah, right. Let me try that one more time. Did you hear that buzz on my finger? Yeah. Or, or they'll see the value so, yeah, of what's I, on on tape already. They'll they'll think twice before getting rid of it. But if you have 99 playlists, nobody's thinking twice. I'll make a guy sit yep, down and go, all right, now true. let's comp this now because I don't want to do this later, man. You know. Yeah. They're yeah, all good. Yeah, Smart. Me, which, so, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you're going to have to, you know, so just during your, buzzer uh, for me. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're cool in the gang. You're cool in the gang. So if you could share with some of the viewers, um, we want to talk about some of the gear here that you got here from Audioscape. Sure. And if you can kind of share, because we always get common questions as most up-and-coming engineers, like, well, why am I using the 76A instead of a D? You know, and they hear it from us. But, yeah. you know, we're here making the gear. So maybe from someone who's actually using it day in and day out, could you share some of the, uh, the listeners on how you utilize the Golden 58 you got and the different pieces of equipment? Yeah, sure thing. The Golden 58 I use on, uh, I mean, I put, uh, I put, I was working on a mix, and this guy had a really mid-rangey, not, it was hard to control. I threw that through there just on a whim. You know, that's the beauty of being in your living room. You, you can you can do things and, and a day later go, ah, better not do that or that's great, you know, but you're not looking at the clock. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll have another yeah. side of that. I'll stick his vocal. That smoothed that right out. Um, I, I used it on some mixes some one time. It smoothed, smoothed them right out. Haven't really used it as a mic pretty much because I mix primarily here. So... I used it on yeah, the Yeah, I was actually telling I was I'm sorry, I was telling Chris when it first when he first was working on this unit, and I believe we were running it through the stereo bus system of his setup mm -hmm. here, and I'm like, dude, I, I need that on my stereo bus. Yeah, it's I probably great wouldn't on even use it like you, Steve. Probably wouldn't use it for a mic. Yeah, exactly. The color and the characteristics of it are just very nice. Gentle too. Yeah, it's good glue, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
like yeah, it. Yeah, and even on the back end, using it, uh, you know, if you got some a troublesome vocal that's been recorded, you send it right through that. And, you know, or if you want grit on, even on the back end, yeah. you know, if you want like some great natural distortion, you could still throw it through that on the back end. And it's it's great. I've used it that way. It's, you know. Was that you, so what Chris, else you telling me behind to you, Mike? daisy chain them together? Oh, yeah, that daisy you? chaining them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Or Trevor, one of us. We we both love it, you know. <laughs> well, let's see what yeah, else I got. I think we're daisy chaining this. Yeah, let's see what else you got back there. Oh, I got a couple of the optos. I don't know if you can see those. They're low, and then I got. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I got three, all three different models of your compressor, your seventy sixes. So like, I'll use the D on a on a DI because it's it's just seems to round out the bottom end and just make things big i'll use the the a on the on the amp just because i like that you know it's and i like i actually yes. i like that you, you know i like that it has a hiss to it i like that it's supposed to you know it's supposed to have that in there man i hate when you get something it's supposed to be 1176 and it doesn't hiss you know it's, that's not it's a good hiss, you know what I'm saying? That's it's not like the a, purpose of it. That's <laughs> yeah. It's like this doesn't sound like it at that all. That model, that revision is known for it. Yeah, especially yeah. that's that's got the highest noise noise floor. That was the one before the LN circuitry was added, you know. And it's that's indicative of its sound. I mean, you can we try to while we try to get the hiss as low as possible, we can't really take it. There's some stuff you could do to lower the noise floor, but then it's just not that anymore. Yeah, yeah it's not a problem. So. It's not problematic. It's it's I like it. You know, in fact, I used that yeah. recently because I was editing uh, Willie and Micah just came out with a song. That's w w Willie's youngest son called uh, Halfway to Heaven or Die When I'm High. If I die when I'm high, I'll be halfway to heaven or else I'll have a long way to fall. It's a pretty cool line. So the That's way cool. the editing worked out, there was a very quiet intro. Actually, I'm thinking of the wrong song. That's a cool song, but this was a Lucas song and, and it went to digital black. And there's nothing worse than that, you know. I just I had to fade the vocal out because there's a little booger on the end of it. And I just put that on an aux, you know, because then, the, then there was something there the whole time in the intro that masked. Man, your ear does not like digital black. All of a sudden, or mine doesn't. It's like, what the hell is that? That's an unnatural edit. It's like, yeah. yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst when yep. you hear that. I'm like, dude, that doesn't exist in the natural world. I mean, I'll add that natural on world. an ox sometimes. You know, so that's a side side that's trip a, there on that. That's a tip. <laughs> I guess that's a good tip. That that is. <laughs> I guess so, man. Because yeah, all of a sudden the edit. I love when when my girlfriend Ray is here. She's because you know she's always her. I'm not a professional. I'm like I don't want a professional. We're a bunch of you know, professionals. I don't want, I want your opinion, you know, because she'll tell me, and she started to learn the different sounds, like put it through that silver one, put it through, you know, so she knows the different 76s. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, man, when I first got it, I was moving them around, and, you know, it's just, so I'll put the, I'll put the F on acoustic guitars, man. It's like, pow, hello. I love that. Oh, wow, yeah. And, or, or, you know, any kind of real, I'll put, I'll put it on a steel guitar too, but on acoustics, man, like I'm about to double each one of them. I need a pair of each, so I'm gonna get three more once I get the, the other ones. <laughs> the, the LA or the DA. What do you call it? Yes. DA three A? The DA three A. Yep. Yeah, DA three A. See, and then I, oh yeah, you're gonna love those two on guitars. Acoustic guitars. Oh, no, I'm gonna, yeah, it's I'm a, a pair it's, down it's, here. 
that I love on electric guitars. I'm always wanting it. And acoustics, man. I, one day I was out of compressors, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll shove it through there. I was like, oh, okay. Well, we're going to be using that on, on acoustics keys again. Too. Yeah. Yeah, B3, I did some B3 know, through them the other day. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, I bet that sounded awesome. Um, now, yeah. you float between multiple studios. Is that correct, Steve? Yeah, the Willie has his own place. That's Pedernalis. Everyone pronounces it Pedernalis. And uh, there's Arlen <laughs> Studio. That's his nephew's. That's downtown. Willie's is out of town, about 30 miles. And I, I, I was running bands through there, but with COVID, we kind of shut it all down as far as like uh willie and his, his sons or his, his daughters if they want to come in we'll we'll do stuff but do i had the boring. super suckers drummer in there one time since covid and we did some drums for an acdc tribute thing but i'm not really bringing That's bands cool. in there because we want i want to keep it nice and clean and you know, just you know i don't want to have correct people in there while this is going on man still you know you don't want to have to burn sage. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> should look into, we, yeah. should ask, we should ask the Dr. Fucky if sage works to get rid of kids. I said that. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> we'll if you inject sage, he's now more concerned about the monkey box. It, it is. It, it's interesting you bring that up, though, because that has changed, you know, the dynamic with uh, of, of everything with recording and bringing groups into yeah. studios. And, you know, yeah. it's it's not sterile. It's become a little sterile. Like you said, the lab coat feel. Yeah. Or, or, so rather yeah, than do in that. A sense. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. Burn sage. No, no. Right. <laughs> I, I was just going to say rather than have, you know have a wipes and sanitizer and everything everywhere i just don't have people in there it's for willie and his kids <laughs> just stay <Yeah>. away <laughs> or i yeah, make sure make, like when that I makes brought, it easier yeah or when i brought the chris the super suckers drummer in i made sure willie wasn't going to be in there for a month you know he's off in maui or on tour or whatever <laughs> so uh then there's yeah, arlen right. studio downtown austin which is they have a they have a lot of the equipment that was at Pernalis at one time, so it's very familiar to me. I like working there. The guys, Jacob Skiba produces and engineers out of there. Joseph Holguin, those cats. I mean, I could be dumb as dirt when I work on those. I'm just like, yeah, dude, you know, they know what I they know what I set up, you know, and they just set it up. Like I used to do for Larry. That's a, that reminds me of, I used to look at Andy Johns when I was patching stuff in. I was like, this guy, he said, he doesn't do anything. He used to work with Hendrix and all that kind of stuff. He looked at me one day, he goes, yeah, I used to know how to do all that, Steven, but, you know, not anymore. And I'm like, I'll never be like that. I'll never be like that. And now, about two years ago, I was sitting down in Arlen going, oh, my God, I'm Andy, I'm, I'm Andy Johns in respect that I don't get out of this chair. I'm like, hey, man, can you patch that in for me? Hey man, can you can you run out there? Like, yeah, do that, like, dude. So sometimes I'll, I'll get up and do something, and they're all like, "Oh, Steve decided to get up and do something." I'm like, "Hey, shut up, man." Yeah. <laughs> Mark but, it on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, but we like to have a Steve good. I like patched to an insert today. <laughs> exactly, and they're like, "Oh, you know this patch play?" I'm like, "In goes to out, dude." I mean, that's how the world keeps going, right? You know, that's how we pop, populate the world and all. Man. <laughs> as long as you can remember that, you're okay. Same concept. <laughs> so, you know. Oh but, shit! That's good. 
<laughs> Man, I mean, that's really the concept. Oh out, out goes to in. I mean, you just got to figure what in, that guy it. labeled it. Oh, yeah, there it goes. I can figure it out eventually. I just don't want to. That's why you're here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That goes along with the... Well, on this... Good. Uh, well, <laughs> with the comedy continuing on, I think it's time now we can... I'm going to tag team Trevor to bring him in for a few minutes. Sure. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to review with him real quick in terms well, of gear no. overview? Um well, not really gear overview. I know uh, we spoke we spoke before previously, and uh, you know you were you were talking about that uh, the first time you were working with Willie and uh, the Beach Boys came in, and the, you actually had footage of that. Oosh. And yeah. um, or you found footage of that, I think. And it'd be yeah, great if you do. could get us that footage. We'd like to, yeah, we'd like yeah, to show that. It's that. on Fantastic. YouTube. Wow, that, I think that. I was sitting there with Mike. It's on YouTube. It, yeah. Was, he, it's crazy. And Micah turns to me and goes, look, here's some footage of my dad with the Beach Boys. And I'm like, well, that's this studio. Look, there's the parquet floor. There's the edge of the ice booth. And then I went, holy shit, that was my first day here. I'm not in it, but <laughs> it, it was the first day oh, I was ever. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I was like, damn. So I guess if you, the song is Warmth of the Sun. I mean, if you Googled, I came on it pretty easy when I was looking for it. Uh I Googled, I think, Willie Nelson. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll find that. With Beach Boys. And it's, I mean, that that's the day. I was just going, wow, man. That's 27 years when ago. When was the last time Willie did a record with the Beach Boys? I guess that was probably the last time. That was probably, I was just yeah. going to say, yeah. I don't think there was any other. No, uh, that's, that's uh, well, it's just really cool. Your first day of, like, that is, like, memorialized. They have that, you know, yes. that footage. And you... That's just that's really cool. That's really cool. You know, it so when really you were talking cool. about that, I was like, oh. oh. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it was really no, cool. It was, just, the beach. it was really cool. Ah, you must have a seven second delay or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, the delay. I was it just saying. Us. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, go ahead. The, uh, the thing that's cool about that is, is, I think it was Mike Love started trying to tell Willie how to phrase stuff. And, 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 in the video later, they're laughing about that because that's absurd. I mean, you know, eventually Willie was just like in the footage. He goes, well, why don't you just let me sing the parts I'm singing right? You know, it's, it's sarcasm, but you couldn't tell because that's the way Willie delivers, man. And uh, yeah, <laughs> then after they let him do his thing, they were like, oh, shit, what are we talking about? And and they're laughing at themselves. So there's some of that human element. The Beach Boys are sitting there. Brian and, and Mike, and they're going, yeah, we were trying to tell Willie Nelson how to sing, you know? So that humanizes them. You know, it all goes back to everybody's a human being. And, and I was going to say, when we were in the control room and everybody giving me a hard time and me giving them a hard time, that's that's camaraderie. I mean, I'm sure you guys do that around the shop. It's like, who wants to clock in? Uh -huh. I didn't get in this business to clock in and be a stiff, man. I, I got in this business yeah. to, to get dates. That's a to nice have fun, way putting it. Enjoy, <laughs> and learn. Fun. Yeah, you know. You know? And, and because even if I wasn't doing this for a living, I'd still be doing it. So I want it to yeah, be absolutely. a good time. Even the worst of times in between the glass can be really good sessions inside the control room with periodic, you know, dickheads coming in to listen back and then they leave. And you're, then you're back in your microcosm, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Love it. You can always have a That's good time. Let me go ahead and grab Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Let me go grab Trevor. And um, Steve, thank you so much for uh, taking part on this front end of the podcast, man. Some really good information that you shared with everyone today.